Are you ready to eliminate your credit card processing fees? Visit www.pairpayments.com and use code Jake for $250 Visa gift card when you join today. Hey everybody, welcome to the Under Pressure podcast where we're going to talk about all things business and under pressure. Uh, so glad that we can be with you today. Today, I have Riley with me. Riley, I am not uh, going to try to pronounce your last name, so I want you to pronounce that for everyone if you don't mind. Yeah, my last name is Potoshnik, and you know, you're know you not the only one. Most people <laughs> just don't even try it because it's a tough one to get right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I meant to practice that, and, and I wanted to get it right, and I was like, I'm going to butcher this thing, mm-hmm. and I want people to hear it from you uh, so they know exact. So Potoshnik, Potoshnik. Potoshnik, yep, there you go. Potoshnik, I got it. Riley, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm so glad to have you. And I know the audience is going to be pumped today. Uh, we're going to be talking, uh, getting to know Riley and what he's doing. Uh, he's doing some great things at such a young age out there. Um, so Riley, you're only 21 years old, man. That's awesome. Uh, started your first business at age 16. Mm-hmm. That That's fantastic. Uh, I, I wish I'd had like the forethought to, to do that as a, as a young man and uh, through some of the challenges I had, but so excited that uh, you were able to get that done. So Riley, after his first year in high school, his freshman year in high school, he left this traditional school and said, hey man, I'm going to go and, and kind of entirely you crafted your own custom curriculum online uh, so that you could focus more on your skills, right? To to what what you needed in order to build successful companies, mm-hmm. which is that man. That's really uh, that's a lot of wisdom for for that age because you know uh, traditional school it's great and all, but they're they're just so focused on let's they've got to pass a test. They got to pass mm-hmm. a test. You know that that seems to be their their main focus. So congratulations. Uh, By 20, you had a successful business optimizing websites and marketing strategy for a bunch of home service companies, uh, all shapes and sizes. And today you are the founder of a new product called every chat. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one word, every chat, everyone pay attention to this because you're going to look this up. Uh, So it's going to help home service businesses streamline the way they communicate and leads and customers. So Riley, welcome to the show, man. Um, hey, thank you very much. Yeah. So we've got a lot of these uh, home service businesses, a lot of service-based businesses that tune into this, this podcast. And I'm really excited to, to kind of bring some of this information that you have. I heard you speak. So for those of you that don't know, I met Raleigh. Uh, we were in New Orleans at QDS conference. Uh, it was a great time. I heard Riley speak there. I spoke there. Um, it was very informative. Uh, I was in the back taking notes. I've still got the notes over here. Really, well, there was a lot of things he was speaking to uh, that made sense to me because I'm in growth for Bergflow. So, what he was talking about was like, really like, I was like, man, he's, he's on it here. Cause there are so many things that aren't working anymore. Uh, so, so pumped to have Riley on to talk to you guys about uh, kind of what he and every chat is offering uh, to your service companies out there. So Riley first, let's just, let's dive in, man. Let's talk about you for a minute. Uh, I know I spoke a little bit, but tell me more where, where, where'd you grow up? Um, what did it, what did it look like and how did that develop for you? Yeah. So I have been in Texas all my life, just about 30 minutes or so uh, from Dallas in a city called Plano, big city. Um, that's where I grew up most of my life. And then around 16, 15 or 16, I moved to a city called Allen. We don't necessarily need to talk about each individual city that I've been in, but, um, I'm still pretty much in the rough the same, same location. Um, so yeah, I grew up in Texas, plan to stay in Texas pretty much all of my life. I, I love it here. Um, you know, love the mountains. So I'll, I'll take trips to the mountains every once in a while, but 
Um, as far as what it looked like, I was very fortunate to grow up in, in uh, we'll say, an upper class family. My dad has been in the the service in the home service industry all of his life. He has a a lawn care company called City Turf. He previously uh, was part of a company called Service Autopilot. So I've kind of been in the home service industry in uh, kind of had my toe in it for many many or pretty much all of my life. Whether I wasn't always deeply into it. Um, regardless, I I always kind of overheard things. I was kind of I was privy to some of the conversations uh, that were going on. And then around uh, we'll say sixteen, I started my my first business. That was uh, just going around the neighborhood, cleaning cars, doing car washing. Uh, that's it. Wasn't a super serious business. I probably cleaned. 20 cars or so. And then I was kind of burnt out from the business. I, I mean, each car probably took me about six hours to wash and I was only making a hundred bucks per car. So the hourly rate for me wasn't exactly working out very well, but um, that's how I got started. It probably lasted about a year. Um, again, wasn't super serious, but that was a little bit of how I got started uh, and how I grew up. I had one job I was, I played soccer for 13 years of my life. Um, yes. up, well, up until around age 13 or 14, I got started very young. Um, so I, I started a job with a uh, kind of a freelance refereeing company where I would go be a sideline ref for some soccer tournaments. Didn't love that. I didn't love the, the set schedule. But um, so, yeah, I, it, it, I've kind of dabbled in some things, but um yeah, car washing is how I got started. Dabbled with uh, going to uh, get hired for a job. Didn't really love that. And that's kind of how I found that, you know, maybe it's worth starting my own thing and taking my own path. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, and then I guess growing up, you know, like you said, your your family has had businesses and in, in, in the business, uh, home service business, stuff like that, which is really, really great that you had that um you know, that viewpoint of being able to kind of look into to some of that as it's going on, which really, um, I have no doubt, um, helped you develop what you're doing now, uh, which we're going to get into in a minute. But, uh, what, what do you, what do you, what would you say? Like, why be an entrepreneur? What, what really made you want to, I mean, I know your family was in it and, and so mm -hmm. I'm sure that was an influence, but what really made you want to do it? There's a lot of guys who go out and they'll, they make hundreds of thousands of dollars for other companies mm -hmm. working for them. Why do it yourself? Yeah. And it was, a, a, the reason why I chose to go down this path was, and you know, from an early, uh, early age, it wasn't something I was like set on. It wasn't like, I'm going to go out and start my own business and kind of do my own thing. It was, it, it kind of happened naturally in many ways. So when I was still in high school, I was, oh, I, I started dabbling in programming. I, I started learning how to code and I eventually discovered that I really enjoyed doing that. So naturally it progressed into me discovering that I love building things. And then I realized that I could go start my own business. You know, I had already started my own cleaning, uh, my uh, little car washing business on the side, but it hadn't really connected with me that I could do something on my own long term. Um, so around when I was programming, learning to program, I realized I loved building things. I loved uh, kind of the ability where I could just get up in the morning and kind of just start doing my own thing. I had kind of a schedule laid out for what I needed to do. Uh, and I kind of had an, a vision for what I wanted to build. So I could just get up, start coding in and build a product that I was interested in. So that's kind of how it played out. I, um, I started programming. I started building a, a custom little project early on that I tried to make it a business. It didn't really become anything in all honesty, in all, in all honesty. Uh, it was a little bit of a knockoff from Calendly, the scheduling software. I was just trying to see what I could do here, but um, really it just, the, 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 the idea of starting my own thing came from the flexibility of being able to go out and build a product that I am interested in rather than going to join a company and maybe get stuck in the vision that they are portraying or that they're trying to communicate inside of their office. So it really came from me having a big interest in 
building things that I, I, I found a lot of value in, found a lot of interest in, and then I could kind of craft that vision based on what I wanted to see it do in the future. Um, now it's still me. I don't have any employees. I, I, I'd love to, I'm kind of feeling like I'm getting to that point where, uh, it's probably time to uh, partner with some people, but yeah, a lot of this, a lot of this, uh, vision or a lot of the the inspiration for starting a business just came from me programming and realizing I want to I want to build something that I love rather than getting stuck in a in a uh, step-by-step process for what I need to do for the day for some other company yes nice no that's cool uh yeah it's funny you you talked about this uh (laughs) these uh businesses Mm -hmm. early on starting early on so I kind of did the same thing mine was uh uh, I went around and I was, it was scraping window sills and repainting them and doing all these types of things. And then, uh, later, really not too terribly long ago, I actually had a, uh, shirt, t-shirt, hats, hoodies, uh, I had a business and it was also like some, um, I did some personal training stuff mm-hmm. on it, but it was called physical demand. So, uh, I've had a couple businesses here and there, and I've always been that, kind of that entrepreneurial mind that's been dormant that keeps wanting to knock it so you know way out and so mm-hmm. uh, I always want I'm always curious about why people uh, do do that you know and 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 I've talked we've I've interviewed so many people who maybe they've been in the field in this area that they eventually go into and open a business uh, and and they they just have this urge it's this you know, it's just wants to come out. They want to go out and create and, and build something, like you say, mm-hmm. building something for themselves and, and having that mindset and that, that, uh, I guess the satisfaction of being able to do that for themselves rather than, than doing it for someone else. And like mm-hmm. you say, getting stuck in their vision and rut. So that's, that's cool hearing, hearing, uh, you talk about that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I never, you know, I had experience, one experience going to, to join that, that, that refereeing job. But from there, you know, after that, I didn't, I didn't love doing that. Uh, and part, part of it was probably, I it just wasn't the job that I was super interested in. It was more of a way just to make some, some money. But after that, I didn't feel a real urge to go out and search for another job like that. Um, and I, I think it was mainly just because I discovered that if I was trapped in a job that I didn't love, it was going to be kind of a disaster. It was going to be a, a, just a, it would not be a fun time just to put it simply. So that was kind of the idea or where the idea of starting my own thing came from. Go find what I love doing and build something in that, in that space. And that's how, that's how every chat came, um, uh, that's where the idea from every check came, just meeting some awesome people out doing my website stuff. Um, and then it just evolved into an, an idea that has grown and kind of blossomed into what it is today. Um, and, you know, the the core of it is I love doing it. So I'm able to spend eight, nine hours a day working on this thing. And I don't I don't necessarily feel like it's it's work. I mean, of course, there's yeah. tough, tough parts of the business I am learning pretty much throughout this entire experience, but I enjoy doing it. And that's why I can get up in the morning and just keep plugging along with it. That's important to just enjoying part of what you're doing. And, mm-hmm. and although, you know, everyone says, well, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Sometimes what we love is still hard work. It doesn't mm-hmm. make it any, any less difficult or busy or hard. Uh, but, you're right, man. If it's something you really get some fulfillment out of, then you can look back and say, man, I created this. This is something mm-hmm. that I did. So that's awesome. Let's, uh, let's dive into this every chat uh, business that you've got, because I know I'm uh, super uh, interested in it. I've gone online. I've taken a look. Obviously I heard you speak. Um, and I, and so for all of you guys out there listening, um, I'm going to let him really talk about this, but if you're in growth and you're, you know, you're, you're going to hear these phrases about leads and making connections and uh, all of these things in order to obviously obtain business. So part of what I'm in, I'm in growth. And I know for me, 
I'll tell you right now, Riley, I have to cold call prospects. And I don't know if you've ever done that. Once. Didn't like it at all. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. Uh, and what makes it difficult is things have changed quite a bit, right? And so I've really been having, because I, I didn't come from this. Obviously, I came from law enforcement. Um, and so now I'm really having to dive in and learn a lot about the marketing, you know, how to how do I get leads? How do I take, because I even had to actually go and look up, like, what is a lead versus a prospect? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought, like, everyone out there, if I got a phone number and an email and a name and a company, that they were a lead. Well, that's just a prospect. Mm-hmm. If they don't know anything about your company, they're just a prospect. They're not even a lead yet. So I had to learn all this, but that calling nowadays has changed so much. I cannot get people on the phone. People do not want to answer the phone. They, they are simply not interested. They, you know, and, and it's this, <laughs> there's this weird thing around like being a, a telemarketer, you mm-hmm. know, and everyone just hates your guts and yeah. uh, all of this. So, but just because of technology too, I think we've really uh, all kind of evolved to where, you know, we, we prefer the emails. We prefer ch- texting. Um, you know, we're constantly uh, moving at this faster pace with technology and just in life in general nowadays that it's difficult to keep up with the with all of that. Mm-hmm. But people just don't want to be on the phone having a conversation. So yeah. let's let's get into this every chat. T- tell us about it. Tell us what every chat is. Yeah. So every chat is in very basic terms, what I call an all-in-one business, an all-in-one inbox for a business. So when I was, the idea came from, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of people in the, in the home service industry. I've grown up in the, with, in a family who is in the home service industry. So I've, I've kind of, I've had the opportunity to, to talk with a lot of people and meet uh, and understand some of the things that they were going through. I mean, in my personal business, this is something that I've experienced is when you are operating a business and you're running marketing, you're doing advertising, you have to manage several different places to stay, uh, to stay up to date with people reaching out to your business. You may have text messages, Facebook messages, emails. You may have messages coming from Yelp, Google My Business, all of these different places so the idea here with every chat is to create one inbox for your most important messages. So your text messages would go into every chat. Your Facebook messages would go into every chat. Your emails would end up in this one place where you or your team can manage all of the incoming messages from leads or customers. So uh, you can use it to, to reply back to leads and to make sure that you're giving yourself the best chance of of closing a deal rather than maybe missing a message and losing that lead entirely or responding too late and a competitor reached out to them before you did. Um, but also from a customer uh, support side, you don't want to frustrate your customers with a, a slow response or maybe you miss their message entirely. So there's a lot of use cases here, but the idea is to pull all of these different channels into one platform to make it easier for the business. That's, that's where the idea of every chat came from. Um, and you know, there's still a lot of growth to be had. There's still plenty of messaging channels that can be added to every chat. It's still in the early days. I wanted to focus on the key, the key platforms that everybody uses right now and then grow based on suggestions. But the, the idea is to create that one place a business can, uh, can watch or use to manage the, the messages coming into their business and keep the finger on the pulse of what's going on. Okay. So, I, so let me get this right. So I've got a business. Um, I've got Facebook. I've got my emails, you know, uh, maybe I've got two or three of those depending on maybe it's customer service, maybe mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, help email uh, and then maybe Instagram. Um, I don't know, a couple, a couple more social media platforms, mm-hmm. And where I'm, I'm drawing in leads, LinkedIn, whatever it is. So you're basically saying, I'm going to be able to link all of those up and every message is going to go to one place rather than me having to check the five or six or seven different boxes that I'm going to get all those messages in. 
So right now, most of what you mentioned would end up uh, in, you know, this is kind of where it goes to early product, lots of growth. And that's where I'm really hungry for feedback for which channels I add to it next. But the nice thing is for some of those channels that you mentioned that weren't in there, say for, uh, for Instagram, um, most, most of these platforms allow you to enable email notifications and you can still get uh, receive messages coming from the platforms that aren't already directly integrated with every chat. They'll still show up in your email inbox, which uh, you can connect to every chat. So there are workarounds for the channels that aren't already there, but that's the idea. Over time, we will be working with maybe 10 different products, Instagram or maybe WhatsApp, if that's something people use in their business. Or, I mean, Google My Business is a big one that I'd, I'd like to add very soon. Um, these are all future things that will be added. But right now, the core core of it is text, Facebook, email, uh, Gmail or Outlook. And um, then there's a, a we, I'm, I'm, there's a, an automated website chat feature in the software where you don't have to kind of sit behind your computer and respond to messages. It'll respond to your, your website leads or whoever's reaching out to you automatically. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Like, is this something you have to sit and stare at? And uh, it, it, is how much is AI involved in the response as these messages come in mm -hmm. with on, on this side of it? Is it, is it pretty responsive through the AI? So AI is a growing part of it. Um, and this, you know, you heard my presentation in, um, in new Orleans. And for those that didn't have the chance to listen to it or uh, weren't in new Orleans, um, you know, responding quickly is a big part of, of sales, of a, is a big part of nurturing leads and keeping customers happy. If they have to wait for you to get back to them, it, it, you know, for the sales process, it slows the process down. You open the door up for competitors to slip in because, you know, when they're reaching out to you to get a quote, they're probably reaching out to three or four other companies as well. So it's very much you're battling, battling for their attention here. So automation is a big part of every chat. Uh, and that's where AI is, uh, AI is becoming a bigger and bigger part of the product where, you know, when somebody reaches out to your business for the first time, every chat can get back to them and at least kick the process off to get some basic information from them to give you a little bit more time uh, to get back to them with a human, a human response and progress that conversation into a phone call or whatever the call to action is that you need. Um, every chat can step in and get that conversation rolling until you, the human, can get involved in, uh, and start responding or replying to that lead and continue the conversation forward. So AI is a huge part of it. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the ideas in every chat, and this is still a discussion, it's not being built yet, but um, it's, uh, it's this idea of, is AI in a point where businesses would feel comfortable with an AI automatically replying. So if I was just to take ChatGPT for those of uh, for those who are familiar with it, where it can generate a response and it can reply, it basically gives you a pretty human sounding reply to some kind of prompt that you give it. One of the questions I'm really playing with right now is, is ChatGPT in a point where a business would feel comfortable with uh, ChatGPT sending a a, a, an automatically generated reply to a, a customer or a lead. And, you know, it's tough because ChatGPT still gets things wrong. Um, it still can, it, it, if it goes off the rails, it can still kind of nuke the reputation of your business if it just, if it goes completely off path. So, you know, I think the, the nearest path forward for many of these businesses isn't necessarily where ChatGPT steps in and just guides the conversation in whichever direction. It's more of like a, a built-in assistant for, um, for businesses where inside the dashboard, let's say somebody's using every chat, ChatGPT would generate a response and say, hey, this is the recommended or suggested response. And a business just has to click copy and paste into the message and press send because they, the business would still have control over what it's sending to, to, to their leads, their customers, and they can make sure that it's not going to send just this out of left field message that generate it starts 
uh, diminishing the the reputation of their business. So there's all without going too off the rails here. There's all kinds of directions that ChatGPT can go, and all kinds of ideas that you can do for it. But these are just some of the things that I'm thinking about as every chat grows and figuring out the next best path forward for how it can be implemented. Hopefully, nice. I didn't go too out of out of left field with that response. No. <laughs> no, that's good. That's that's what people because Chat Chat GPT is a real conversation and it's a very useful tool. Um, I've used it to help create some email content. I've, I've used it, you know, and it's everything has to be modified a little bit. You know, there's mm -hmm. always like personal touch that has to be added in there. Um, but yeah, I think it is a, a very useful tool. But you're right. For I mean, sure. there's the overuse of it and and how comfortable people are i still think there's a human element to um all of our marketing and stuff that has to be there you know everything can't be automated constantly um or can it you know and and at what point are we moving to toward that mm -hmm. and, and do people actually care anymore um i know for me as i'm when I do get the opportunity to actually have a conversation with people on the phone or over zoom, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's refreshing. It's one, you know, it's great to, to have that interaction. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us deep down, we want that to an extent. We just don't want it uh, overly used. We do want the quick, uh, get it done, get the, give me the information and let's move on. Um, and it, you know, and, and you're right about the response times. Um, I know I am, I really want to respond the moment something comes mm -hmm. in for us. I want to respond to it. And it's not just like, because I'm so like, Oh, I've got to get this customer. Mm -hmm. It's, it's mainly because I know that if they've taken the time to reach out to me, mm -hmm. they, that took some thought and that probably took a little bit of, little bit of in their own investigation as far as like looking into little yep. research into the company, why they need it. And if they're needing it and they're reaching out, then they probably need it pretty quick. So mm -hmm. the faster I can respond to me, it's really just about, um, I'm not going to ignore the needs of this person mm -hmm. and, and I want to at least begin that process. So having something that will respond quickly, even if I'm busy and automated, is something that, you know, can really work out not only for them, but in the favor of your company. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going above and beyond and not letting, not, not forcing people to wait for what they need to do next. Um, and, you know, some of this, when it comes to, you know, our inner need to, to reply quickly to somebody uh, and, you know, also the, the person who is reaching out to the business, their expectation that they're going to get a response quickly. A lot of this comes from just how we've been trained from personal interactions. When we're on our phone or on Facebook or, you know, email, we're a little more likely to or have a little bit more of an expectation that we may be waiting for a response. But speci specifically on Facebook and text, we've almost been trained to expect a message within five minutes or so because we're texting with friends and family. We're kind of hanging out with with certain people. And, um, you know, most of the time, just the way it's worked out, those people will get back to us pretty quick. They will kind of set things down and reply to that message. And then as we start getting as business owners, we start adopting tools like Facebook or text messaging into our, our marketing or sales process. Those same expectations carry over. And that's what that's where automation can be incredibly valuable. You, the business owner, don't have to do what you do, may do with friends and family is set everything down that you were doing, pick up your phone and reply. Every chat would essentially do that for you. would send that first reply, let them know that you've, you've received their message and then you'll get back to them as soon as that you can. Um, and then that just buys you some more time to finish what you're doing. Uh, maybe your team is getting off the phone with somebody that they've been talking to already, and then they can shift their attention to that new person. So Automation is very important there to still cater to your the people who are reaching out to you and kind of what their expectations are in terms of response time. But still, you, the business, don't have to completely drop everything that you're doing and uh, change the way you, you uh, reply or how fast you reply to messages in your business. Nice. So 
uh, let's say, how does, and you, are you familiar with high level, for example? Uh, vaguely. I, I understand some of what they do. I, it's still something I, I, I'm going to, I'm doing some research on them to see if there's anything where, um, you know, if there's any new feature ideas that can come from it essentially, but it, it, I'm always keeping an eye on some of, some of the businesses in the space. Okay. Uh, just out of curiosity, like if what it would, what, what would be the difference? Cause I know like something like that, and there's a bunch of different platforms out mm -hmm. there that, that do automated responses and mm -hmm. you know, all of that. And, and I'm not one who even can begin to tell you all of the different technologies they have out there. What would di differentiate like uh, every chat as opposed to like something like high level or some of these other platforms mm -hmm. that some people are using? Yeah, so every, uh, not every chat, uh, go high level or high level. From what I understand is they are a very in-depth platform. They would, I, I think if I understand correctly, they can help you. They kind of bring the Facebook advertising uh, features into it. They have a whole bunch of stuff just beyond messaging from what I understand. Um, but I also believe they are more geared towards agencies. Uh, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here. Um but that's just my understanding of the business. So what I am trying to do here um, is, you know, every chat is built for the business owner. I, I'm, I'm, my current marketing strategy is talking to these business owners and working with them directly to plug it into their business. Um, so I'm not necessarily, uh, the, the big difference in terms of my strategy is rather than going after, say, the marketing company who may be serving the home service industry or the home service company, I'm working with the the business directly to help them getting plugged in. So so with that, you know, a big part of this is you know team features. You know, if 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 a business is going to implement every chat, uh, one of the big things that they need to be able to do is get their team involved in you know building features in where it is it, it works seamlessly with multiple team members in the business. So if they have a customer support team. One of the, the features that is in there is, you know, you may have different customer customer service, uh, uh, we'll say reps that specialize in different uh, different things. You may have some that specialize in, you know, just in the lawn care example, fertilization, or some that may specialize in pest control, and they have they specialize in answering questions regarding that. So what may happen here is, you know, a team member may see a message coming in through every chat that is specific to we'll say fertilization, but the pest control guy saw that. So he may need to assign that message to the fertilization guy and have him or whoever's in the business reply to that. So the idea here is, you know, not everybody is going to be the perfect person to reply to a message coming into the business. So having these team features where you can assign a message to somebody who is better suited or has a better answer for the question coming in, that's kind of where every chat is, is it trying to focus on how do we make it easier to implement in the business and reduce the friction in kind of the co-op co features in the business so that things run smoothly. Um, that, that's kind of the, the big point. And there's, you know, still a lot of growth to be had in every chat. Um, that's something I try and highlight. We've, we're focusing on the core features and then, you know, the people who are using every chat. I'm really hungry for the feedback. And, you know, this is where a small business can be scrappy in many, in many ways. You know, the, the early businesses take in that feedback and they run with it. They, they find, they, you know, the, the users, the customers are often the people who shape the direction of early products. Say, for example, like every chat where, you know, in these early days, we kind of set the core features and then we grow based on what our, our customers need. So if they need, if they need, uh, you know, for automation, if they need a smarter automation system, if it fits in line with the vision, which that would, um, we would grow in that direction. We would build smarter automation features or if they need Google My Business, that would be something that uh, we would build. So, you know, in the early days, you know, this is something I, I, I talk about uh, or I mentioned when a lot of people ask what kind of differentiates you is right now in the early days, you can almost help us differentiate ourselves from the other companies. You know, the feedback that you give us, this is something that I'm trying to take in um, very heavily. I'm, I'm trying to listen to the people who use it because they're going to guide the path forward for every yes. step. 
That's cool. That's cool. And, and uh, you know, it's such a, like I said earlier, it's such a necessary, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like, especially some of these businesses who are really trying to, you know, forge their way into mm-hmm. uh, the market and take advantage of every single possible lead that's, that's coming in. Um, I, I feel like something like this is, would really be a useful tool <clears throat> for these companies. Uh, it's, it's difficult to keep track of, of all of that. And you definitely don't want to lose sight of any of it. So, um, and, and then helping you, uh, I feel like these guys out there can help you develop this thing mm-hmm. into something just amazing. That's going to really benefit them to the maximum. But in all these businesses are, Although 20% of service businesses may differentiate, 80% of it is, is it looks the same. Mm-hmm. And so if you can really have these companies like telling you, Hey, this is really what's working. This is not what's working. Uh, this can really help us. This thing can really mold itself uh, with your help into something uh, phenomenal. So that's, that's exciting for you. And that's exciting for all these businesses uh, out here that are, you know, hopefully going to be jumping in and, and using every chat very quickly. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah. yeah these, sorry to cut you off there. I just, oh, no. these early days, these are the really fun parts of starting a business because you get to work so closely with the people using it as, as products grow bigger and they become, and they're working with thousands of different people. You know, what often happens is, you know, you can't work so closely with the the people you try and stay as closest to the as close to them as possible but it just gets tough as things grow and become much larger and you know pe- more and more people are requiring your time so these are the really fun parts when it comes to I, like i love building products i love um you know it this is this is the phase that i really enjoy and i'm finally getting into the the phase of marketing it now and trying to talk to people about it now that the products uh, pretty much ready to go um, so this is the fun part where I get to talk and meet a lot, talk to and meet a lot of new people. And, you know, as we've already talked about, this is where the vision really starts to blossom into something people really get excited about from feedback, from comments, from suggestions. This is where things really start to get exciting. That's cool. That's exciting. We're excited for you and, uh, and excited to, to watch this thing develop. It's, uh, you're right. It is. It is very exciting. A lot of people, a lot of businesses, kind of forget that that's that's really how all these service businesses and most businesses do develop. Is you start with this idea, and and maybe for example, like you guys that were in the lawn business. Okay, I'm going to mow yards, and then you mow your first 10, 15, 20 yards, and you realize that they're like, "Hey, I, I'm I, I need. I've got this problem over here. Do you know what to do there?" Well, you're not going to say no. I don't. You know. If it's an opportunity to make money, if it's an opportunity to serve your client, you're like, oh, let me go and figure this out. So they go over and you figure out how to, you know, overseed or you figure out how, how much weed eating they need or, mm-hmm. or you know, and it, and things develop. And then as these businesses grow, they, they actually see the needs of their clients mm-hmm. and, and they can come in and actually and service and help their client. That's the whole purpose behind all of what we're doing is For sure. trying to, and, and even you, you're starting this thing. Um, and your whole purpose here, uh, from what I can gather is to very specifically help these clients that are coming on board to maximize their efficiency in dealing with their leads that, that are coming in and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just alone managing all of these different platforms. I mean, that alone requires time from, from team members when, within the business. If it's just a one, one owner operator business, it requires their time and they already have like 15 different hats that they wear inside the business. So the idea is to make things easier for them without, um, without them having to bounce back and forth from different products just to stay in touch with the people reaching out to their business. I mean, you're pretty much on the nose with that description. The idea is to, to simplify their, the way that they operate in streamline, streamline processes. So in this, uh, how much of it do you come in and help navigate? Um, if, if someone were to come on today and 
they're jumping in like, Hey, I, this is something I really need. I can use in my business. How much are you, uh, helping them navigate? How much of it do you do for the clients and how much of it do you help them navigate? And what do you think the, the time frame is on, uh, from, from day one of me signing up today, whatever that looks like to where I'm pretty comfortable with this system? Yeah. So, uh, you know, right now, again, early days, the nice thing about a young product is I am very involved in when it, somebody signs up. Of course, I've I, and I'm doing some more of this today. I'm recording videos and tutorials for to help people get up, get started on their own. But when somebody signs up, often what I'm doing is I'm reaching out to them to, to set up a, a setup call where we can talk about what kind of things that they need help with, what are some of their goals in the product. And then from there, it, it's very much a strategy call. We're, we're working together to, I'll point them in the right direction. I'll help guide them to see how they can set this thing up to accomplish one of the goals that they were looking to achieve. I am very involved in the process right now. I'm working on ways to help um, automate that where, uh, where they still get all of the value from a setup call or me working with them. It's just a, now they can kind of do it on their own and they have resources and things when they need it. Um, so it's, it's almost like a, a walkthrough guide in the product. But right now, um, I hop on the phone with everybody who signs up. We talk about what they need. I help them help point the way. And I, you know, generally I try and avoid doing things for them um, because, you know, they're not going to learn the product that way. I'm not always going to be there to help them send out a message or to help them reply to somebody or to help uh, figure out how to tag a contact in the system. So the goal here is I'm going to, I'm going to show you how to do it so that you know how to do it. And that way you can use the, the product the most effective way possible because you you've been the one who is learning it rather than me behind the scenes doing it all for you you understand how things work so you can get the most out of the product so that that's kind of the idea there in in terms of setup you know signing up you can get that done within 15 minutes um from a, a, a setup uh perspective um you know it of course varies if you're a little bit more technical you can just jump in there start poking around and you can figure things out very quickly um, I've tried, you know, and I've worked with many different software products. I've, I've, I've used product software products, my, uh, myself, uh, in many different ways. So, and I've seen products that are very difficult to set up. So I've tried to avoid that. Um, and the nice thing is when we're on a phone call, I can kind of point you in the right direction, but I've tried to set up every chat in a way where really the main setup that you're doing is just connecting the, the channels that you use, say, for example, email or your Facebook Messenger page, really that's the main setup. And then messages automatically just start showing up in your, in your inbox. So you're pretty much ready to go after you connect things. Of course, there's other features that you can do, but, or other features that you can use. Um, but you mean the main, the main critical stuff that you need to really get every chat off the ground, that stuff can be done in an hour or so, um, and maybe less. So, yeah, so it, I try and keep it easy, but, you know, I'm here if you ever have questions. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, the nice thing about a young product. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Riley, um, so I always like to do a couple of things here on the show. Um, tell me, like, especially like, yeah, you're young, mm -hmm. uh, which is fantastic. This is kind of getting off the ground. And there's a lot of listeners that are kind of in your situation, maybe not as young, maybe some of them are, uh, but they're, they're really kicking things off. If you had to suggest like one should do thing, like you really need to get this done as early as possible mm -hmm. in this entrepreneurial uh, exploration and development, what, what would, would that one should do that you would suggest? And this is, a very basic suggestion, but I think it's important to a lot of people just getting started. Um, and that is to just get started. Um, you know, if, if anybody's familiar with Colby, basically it's a, I guess in very basic terms, it's, a, it's almost a personality test. It tells you a bit of who you are and how you operate. Um, I am high on fact finder. And that means I like to do a lot of research before I get into things. So I have fallen into this trap myself where you know, especially because every chat is a very new, uh, is still a new business to me. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Um, 
So in the early days of building the product and, you know, trying to get it off the ground, it, it's very easy for me to get stuck in this researching loop of how do I do something? How do I do this? How do I do that? And never actually start working on launching the product. So for, for businesses who are, or for people who are just trying to start a business, it's easy for us to feel uncomfortable starting the business and get stuck in this process of researching how you do certain things and never actually get started. So, you know, to go along with this experimenting, trying new things, look, uh, just being okay if something breaks, that's critical to starting a new business because you're never going to get things perfect. Um, it's, it's always going to, there will always be a new challenge. And even if you spent a month researching, researching things about the business that you were hoping to get started day one, you will find a challenge that kind of breaks that whole loop of you doing all of this research. You'll find the, you'll find a challenge that, you know, somehow eluded you in that month of research that you were doing. So don't worry about finding all of the information ahead of time. You know, it's good to have at least some understanding of what you're what you're about to get into. But don't take too much time. Just get started. Be okay if something breaks. And, you know, that's the best opportunity that you're going to get to learn the business and really start honing your skills. They will help, you know, grow your business for many, many years to come. So, you know, just getting started is the thing, the thing that I would say to someone who's young, who may just be starting a business, whether regardless of their age, just start the business and start learning. That's the best way to do it. That's uh, that's some really great advice. And and I tell you, I'm like you, I have, I will research something to death. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I, I, I end up talking myself out of of taking some step just because I start analyzing Mm -hmm. all the stuff that I'm researching. So that is, uh, yeah, no, that's, I haven't, I haven't gotten that uh, feedback from anyone yet uh, on the show. So thank you for that because people need to hear that. Uh, just freaking do it. Just, just For do sure. it. Get, mm-hmm. get your basic info and go and do it. So what, what about like an avoid something that they should avoid as early as possible? Uh, again, something very simple, but again, resonates with me is, you know, not trying to be too perfect uh, in this, it, 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 not getting too focused on perfection. Um, and, you know, this works very much hand in hand with what we had just talked about. Um, is it's, you know, if anybody's familiar with the 80, 20 principle, um, it's that 20% of the work that you do will result in 80% of the results or something of something along those lines. So the idea of perfection, you reach this point where you're not actually attaining the, the results that you may, you're not attaining comparable results to the work that you're investing into what you're doing here. So, you know, most the, most of what you do in a business is primarily focused on you getting the core things right, getting the things that that will make the most impact in your business, and then you can uh, worry about perfecting things later. If you spend too much time perfecting things in the early days, the business isn't going to move fast, uh, very fast. So you're going to get bogged down with all of these little things that you have to just get perfect first before I launch it. Um, and you know what ends up happening is all of that work that you put into uh, into perfecting whatever you're doing doesn't actually result in the uh, into uh, the results that it may have been worth. It doesn't necessarily result in the the results that you know you should be getting for perfecting that. If that makes sense, so I would just say get the core things right. Understand the core things. Um, focus on the most important things and just keep moving. Uh, and you know, this is where, you know, any, any business relies on feedback, you know, a home service business looks for reviews to see how, to see how things are going. So, you know, this goes back to just get started and let the people around your business kind of guide you forward rather than you trying to perfect everything kind of in your own enclosed silo of you giving yourself feedback, let other people give you feedback because they're going to give you the best steps forward in terms of becoming successful and successful in doing the things that people actually appreciate, you know, you know, without being too much of a loop here, if you perfect certain things, it may end up turning out that the things that you were perfecting were the things that people didn't care about. So again, that goes back to feedback. Feedback is critical for any business. So, you know, get started, 
Don't worry about perfecting things. Be okay if it breaks. And then listen to that feedback because that's the most important stuff. That's the most important stuff that you can get in a business. Awesome. Awesome. Great advice again. Yeah. Uh, avoid that perfection. Another thing that I'm guilty of uh, trying to make everything perfect. And, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, we're going to stub our toes and, and yep. we're going to, we're going to fall flat sometimes and, and we just got to get up and keep moving, um, and learn, learn from that. So that, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Riley, if somebody, uh, out here listening wants to check out every chat, mm -hmm. you got to tell them where to go. Give, give us some info, man. Where, where are these guys going to go and check out your stuff? And so that they can get signed up. Yep. So it's easy. Uh, you can just go to every That's my website. Um, that is spelled exactly how it sounds. E V E R Y C H A T.com. Um, that's the website. You can go check it out there. Um, and then, you know, I post some content every once in a while. Um, and that would be on my personal Facebook page. That's where I do most of my posting. So that's, uh, my last name's fairly difficult to spell, but um, Riley Potoshnik, it may be on the screen here. I hope it is because it is, uh, it is. it's a long name to spell out here. So um, yeah, go find me at Riley Potoshnik. I, I do quite a bit of posting from a marketing perspective and just things that are going on in the business. Um, so if you were interested in seeing what's, what's happening, seeing new things that are going on, uh, that would be the best place to do it. So Riley Potoshnik, my Facebook page, uh, and then everychat.com if you're interested in the product. Awesome. Yeah, you guys go check it out, everychat.com. Uh, learn a little bit about this M SMS marketing and, and what every chat can do for you and your business, uh, helping you with your leads and all this. So d don't hesitate. Go, go, it, just be curious. Go check it out. Don't, don't make excuses. Uh, like every everything else, just go and check it out and see what they can do for you. So, Riley, so glad you could come on today. Uh, it was great information. And hey, if you're out there and you're listening, make sure you like, you subscribe, you share it, uh, tell your friends about it, and tell them to come over and check this out and listen to Riley and this information that he's got, so that everyone can take advantage of what he's offering. Uh, service home service companies out there. So Riley, any final thoughts? I don't think so. I think we covered quite a bit in this, uh, this interview here. Yeah, we did. We did. All right. Well, Riley, thanks you again. Uh, and in the future, as these things develop, I'd love to have you back on at some point and we can kind of discuss how things are going from there. Um, everyone else out there, thank you so much for joining us today uh, where we were talking about all things business and under pressure. Have a great day.